Carl Jung said, the privilege of a lifetime is to become who you truly are. This is an invitation to move differently in the world, to operate from a place of deep knowing and alignment. I'm Adrian McDonald and welcome to the Mindset Strategist Podcast. Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome back, or welcome if it's your first time. Let's get into what the Mindset Muse has for us today. I have been thinking about the meaning of the words freedom, success, community, impact. Now, those words are deeply personal to people, and everyone has their own definition about what they mean to them personally. And last week, I talked about the interconnectedness of everything, this tapestry of the universe, if you will, regardless of what your definition of those words are, whatever meaning you have assigned to them, I believe in order to reach them, like the full embodied version of them, you have to align your actions with the intention of what Wallace Waddles calls the impression of increase and in being an advancing personality. Now, let's really look at this. It means that every interaction, whether it be face-to-face or on Zoom or social media, that you're really thinking about the very intention that you're putting out, the frequency you're putting out in being, the and coming from a place of resonance around abundance and expansion and letting that flow through you. The universe is all about growth. It innately Like, it's innately built into the fabric of nature. So why is that so hard to emit that presence, that frequency, that place of being all the time? And I thought about that. And well, as I briefly mentioned a couple of weeks ago, a lot of people, I would say most people, have one of the the needs, the need to be right, the need to be special, a need to be liked. And when you're coming from that frequency, that place, that place of being, that's a lot like the crab pot mentality. You're you're not getting out of the bucket because I'm not getting out of the bucket. I'm going to knock you down. And as I mold this over, I began to think I appreciate the industrial and the technological advances, especially since I'm a former IT guy myself. But I don't think many people can argue that they have had significant impact on the word on the world adversely in some ways too. I think it was in episode thirty, um, the one that was titled "Becoming an Island of Sanity in the Midst of Chaos," uh, which, I, if that's not the top downloaded episode, it's got to be in the top three. I touched on the concept that humanity has become disenchanted, and I believe that we are in desperate need of a spiritual renaissance. We are obsessed with having to know everything. And on one hand, you know, that curiosity and that thirst for knowledge is fantastic. It inspires innovation. It, you know, 
greater uh, creativity. It keeps us out of judgment. It does all these amazing, great things. But I had an experience that really brought this home for me. I was in a program relatively recently, and my teacher asked us to list our values and put them in priority order. Now, I've done this many times. This is not my first round of this. And actually, when I'm working with clients, I do the same thing. And I also make it a practice to review my values regularly enough that I felt pretty damn solid on my list because, you know, as your awareness changes, that could change your value list. Well, mine, they really haven't moved and wavered much in, the say, the last five years, and that includes priority order. What made this particular program different was I wasn't in a typical mastermind group that I'd been in in the past. This was a shamanic program. And as an aside, I've been studying shamanism for, I think, about three years now. It was prior to the pandemic. And that was first with Moine Kai, which is a South American practice. But there was something missing there for me. And then I found my current teacher, which is Rhonda McCrimmon, who teaches Celtic shamanism. And everything sort of fell into place. And although what she teaches is an open practice, my lineage from both my parental units are Scottish and Irish. So I I feel like an immediate resonance with like the Celtic um, aspects of what she was teaching. I've taken her online apprentice program, which is amazing. And I've continued on with more in-depth studies with her. Anyway, I listed my top value as knowledge. And we were looking at our values from like a really deep spiritual aspect. And I found that it wasn't just my top value. It was like leaps and bounds my top value to the point where I would trample all over the rest of my values if it meant that I could get some specific piece of knowledge. And that was really shocking to me. And that realization was very both very uncomfortable, but also very insightful. And I was like, "Mm, damn, all right, I need to look at this because anything that causes that level of emotional response is something to be looked at. Yeah, I teach this to my clients. I practice it in my own life. And what I came to realize was that I was valuing my ability to prioritize my intellect over everything else because it was my way to continue to control things. And I've said before, I'm a recovering control freak. And, you know, personal development is, and spiritual development is, is like going for a summit of a mountain, but you're never going to reach it. It's a continuous commitment to mastery. That's what is continuous, continuous commitment to improvement. And after some contemplation and some insight from Rhonda, I realized that my pursuit of knowledge was greatly holding me back from fully embodying the rest of my values, like trust, and as well as it was preventing me from embodying, ironically, some of the knowledge I had already acquired. We, you, don't actually need to know everything. You know, when we when you look at the word enchantment, the definition usually comes up 
with either um, putting under a spell or filled with great delight or charm. That's the modern definition. And when we look at the etymology of the word, it comes from Latin, and it's incantare, which if you break that down means in, meaning in, and cantare. Cantare means sing. And when I read that, I thought, I sort of think about enchant, being enchanted as something is singing to our soul. Now, our pursuit of knowledge can sometimes separate us from the unseen. It clouds our inner cosmic compass. It can feed that restlessness inside us. Author Sharon Blackie says, To live an enchanted life is to be challenged, to be awakened, to be gripped and shaken to the core by the extraordinary which lies in the heart of the ordinary. Above all, to live an enchanted life is to fall in love with the world all over again. And I, I, I know that to be true now, because allowing myself to be enchanted more has given way to a more embodied sense of belonging, of connectiveness. It's allowed me to reframe some of the universal law teachings that I spoke about last week. It's about coming from a more intuitive place, having a more appreciation for wonder and awe and creativity, and having this unbelievable feeling of expansiveness. It feels much more nourishing because the weight of the pursuit and carrying the knowledge, the weight of having those the needs be the focus those needs that I talked about earlier they're not being carried and when you stop carrying those the fog lifts the synchronicities start to roll in because you can see them now and they can see you and trust and courage and faith that is what keeps the fog at bay now that does not mean that you need to live in la la land like I I I know and I experience there's value in both worlds. You have to be open to the mystery and the science at the same time. Another Sharon Blackie quote I love is, our education systems and other societal institutions train us to express disbelief in anything we can't directly perceive with our five physical senses. And that's how it came to happen that the world has been demystified, leached of magic. So I say stop being so arrogant. I mean, how many times have you said, I have to see it to believe it? I've said that. But yet, large number of humans attend weekly religious services. And a lot of those sitting in those pews have internal strife and debate about this very thing. You don't have to sit on a pew to have this debate. I know I, as I've explained, had this debate. And this isn't about being flippant or irresponsible. This allowance, if you will, this receiving, enables you to embody your best self, to be fully present. The refusal 
the refusal to acknowledge that we have impermanence in our life, that we have, will have things that we don't know, the attachment to the known or knowledge can create barriers to flow. And, you know, life is this dance, this dynamic interplay between creation and constant metamorphosis. I love that word, metamorphosis. You know, we have these cycles and we have these seasons that shape our lives and, and the world. And we, we, when we better embrace that power of change, when we embrace the mystery and allow ourselves to like bring in more enchantment, that's when we can truly embody that advancing personality I was talking about and give the impression to increase. And that has a ripple effect, an impact on everything. People around you, the world, etc. You want to have great impact on the world? Focus on giving the impression of increase. So this week, I want you to think about, give some thought to where the what are the areas of your life that you feel disenchanted? And you're going to find those where you're looking at what you're tolerating. Where are you overanalyzing? Where are some of the areas that you can loosen your grip on that need to know or that need to be liked or that need to be special and slip into more allowing, more courage, more faith, more trust? So, and the other thing that I think helps with this sometimes is the realization that you can hold two truths at once. And where can you apply that? Not everything is an either-or situation. Sometimes it's an and. And I think that we, right now especially, have lost that, um, the appreciation for the word and. So, and I might talk about that more next week. However, that is all I have for you today. As always, I would love to connect with you on social media. Any feedback you have is welcome. If you have found this episode helpful and feel called to share it out or leave a review, that's always appreciated. I do look forward to connecting next week. And remember to find beauty every single day. Thanks for listening to the Mindset Strategist podcast. If you found this helpful, I'd love for you to share it out and reviews are always appreciated. You can check out my website at www.adrianmcdonald.com for more information. I would also love to connect with you on social. The links are in the show notes. Have a beautiful day.